This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities with Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. Today we're going to talk about the difference between a busy life and a full life, treats you can keep in the freezer, and a no-equipment butt-and-thigh workout. Good morning, Carissa. Good morning, Cassie. It's a beautiful day, and we're actually, it actually is morning. Sometimes we don't always record in the morning, but we actually are, and I'm glad because I'm awake, I'm excited, I've had coffee, I'm ready to go. Yeah, totally. This is the time of the day. The birds are chirping. It's Saturday Um, morning. (laughs) I've got a big morning, but uh, I want to switch things up today. Let's jump into some girl talk, and I want you to go first. Okay, no problem. I can always talk about lots of stuff. Let's Um, do it. So right now, I am recording from my brand new place. Granted, I have set up a little chair and an outdoor table because I have no furniture in here yet, but the moving truck is coming later today. But I have Wi-Fi, a laptop, and a place to sit, and coffee. So we're we're good to go this morning. What more could a girl need? Exactly. Well, a lot, but let's not go to there. So... Little funny story I'll get into real quick is yesterday I took myself to Ikea to buy a brand new bed and bed frame um, because I got rid of my old mattress. But I figured I'll be able to put this together and then I'll have somewhere to sleep last night because last night was the first night I stayed in my new place even though I didn't have any of my stuff here. And, you know, hashtag single goal problems, complete fail. I tried... It's so funny. Like, you open up the IKEA instructions. This is hilarious. I'm going to have to Instagram this, like, on Monday or something because I'm on a social detox right now. But you open up the instructions, and there's, like, the little IKEA dude. You know, he's kind of like this fat, chubby, happy-looking dude. And he's got a smile on his face, when, and he has someone standing next to him, and he's got, like, his tools. And it's kind of like saying, you need someone. And then it's got a picture of him, like, all sad and upset by himself. So it's like, there's no like words. It's just like a picture of like, like, and I'm like, ah, I could do this by myself. I'm not going to be the sad guy. No, (laughs) last night, like I tried like three or four times. It kept falling apart. And like, I realized that you really need another person to like hold up the other end to attach this. And like, I, I definitely ended up being the sad, the sad one by myself. Like at 1030, I like... I finally gave up. I was like, that's it. So then I just like unrolled it because the Ikea mattresses, they come in like this tight roll Mm -hmm. if you've ever bought one. So unrolled it, laid it on the floor and just slept on the mattress on the floor last night. But yeah, huge, huge single girl fail. But you know, you had to try. Gotta try. Yeah. That's a part of the experience, (laughs) right? Yes. Because yes. if, if everything worked perfectly, then maybe we wouldn't appreciate it when... We have um, help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, exactly. So I have some friends coming over to help me unload my U-Haul later, and 
hopefully I can talk one of them into helping me set up my bed as well. So oh, we'll just blink your big lashes at them. Please. <laughs> I need a place to sleep. Please. Um, okay, other news that's really exciting is I have a date for my upcoming full No Cook Paleo ebook. Oop. There will be 30 plus uh, No Cook Paleo plates, we'll call them. And uh, it'll be out no later than August 1st, hopefully sooner. But that's, that's, my, uh, that's my target date. So that's exciting. I'm Excellent. really exciting for that. Um, and Paleo Effects, still coming off the Paleo Effects high. Uh, slept pretty solid for about two days and then got right into getting ready to move. So... Um, Definitely a, a crazy, a crazy week, but been trying to get my sleep and I'll be happy to get all of my stuff unpacked so I can get back to my morning meditation because not doing that the past week with being all over the place and disjointed, I can definitely feel a difference. So mm-hmm. excited to get back into that. And the one uh, last piece of exciting news I'll give, I'm like taking over a girl talk today. I have so much no, time about Good. So when I was at Paleo Effects, an interesting thing happened. I had a handful of people come up to me and say, how do I find someone like you for my business? Um, for like similar stuff for what I do for Sarah. Uh-huh. Um, and then I had also a similar number of people come up to me and say, how do I do what you do for a living? So I created a whole new business model that I'm going to be rolling out over the next three months. And I'm also going to be now known as the paleo broker. (laughs) Um, So I've um, working on a business model. I'm going to have um, kind of similar the way you would for like, I don't know, I guess real estate, like I'm going to have like a finder's fee or a percentage or something like that. And I'm going to, you know, I have this knack for connecting people. And I have a knack for matching the right people, you know, because working together can be very difficult if you're not well matched for each other, just like in a relationship. And it's something that I've done for a while on the side and like helped other people out. And, um, you know, I just realized this is actually could be a business. So we'll see how it goes. So, so far I have... um, seven um, people that I'm helping look for people and I have about 25 people looking for jobs so we'll see how this goes (laughs) it's a brand new adventure so if you have a resume and are interested in working in the paleo community anyway you can email me at thepaleobroker at gmail.com and (laughs) if you are a blogger who is looking for help in any sort of fashion whether it be um, for barter or internship where you can actually pay someone, you can also email me what you're looking for. So, you know, we're going to see how this goes. It's, it's pretty exciting. (laughs) I think that is an excellent idea. And, you know, it's something that comes really naturally to you, Carissa. Um, and I think that those are some of the best businesses or ones that stem from real passion, you know? Um, yeah, I'm really passionate about, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you just, you don't know until you know. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. But, you know, you don't know that it's going to be something that's needed and necessary until folks tell you. 
Um, so that's great. Go get it. Thank you. Thank you. So what's going on in the world of Cassie? Oh, in the world of Cassie. <laughs> well. Or we I, should say Gus's world. In, oh, I think he heard you. He like just, <laughs> he awoke from his mid-morning nap. Um, he, uh, things are great. I <laughs> Uh, I'm wearing slightly different uh, ear and microphone piece, so I sound like I'm underwater, but or I feel like I sound like I'm underwater. But um, aside from that, I am sitting on the floor in my future home studio, and I'm very excited about it. I could call, I could record this call from my real desk in the house, but I wanted to be in this space. Um, so that's exciting and I can't wait. A lot of really great stuff came out of Paleo FX. Most of all, you know, with spending time with friends and colleagues that I don't get to see very often. Um, and that's just so refreshing. We walk away. I felt like I walked away from a friendship spa, you know, um, just totally refreshed and excited and really just, I just want all, everybody I know in the industry to just be successful beyond their wildest dreams. And it's so fun to sit there and like, really coach each other a little bit more. Um, so that was great. I got some other really fun news that will take me a while to unveil, but um, working on that. And then on the home front, my just because I don't know if y'all are curious or not, uh, but we are getting ready in a couple weeks to have our first little pre-wedding party. We're having a, um, a housewarming slash engagement party at our house here. And uh, we put this on the calendar because I knew that I needed a deadline to get the house finished, mm-hmm. decorated. And um, we, if, we have, if we have the deadline, it'll, it'll happen. Otherwise, if we don't have something like that to work towards, it'll be four years later and we finally get around to getting a dining room table. So um, it's been a lot of fun putting those last pieces together. The dining room's been the last one because we didn't think we wanted a dining room when we were house hunting, uh, but the perfect house had one. And so, um, and it's turned out, I think it's going to be my favorite room in the whole house where I wound up shopping for, um, just a, a base, a metal base we found on Etsy. And then I just went to the, the granite, the stone yard and found a slab of marble to put on top of it. And so it's just going to be super cool and wow. unique and it's just it's just so fun to put stuff like that together and you wind up saving a lot if you can you can think about things that way so that's been fun um i've got some major projects going on right now and i've literally been i've never been more exhausted than after paleo effects <laughs> and i am too excited to sleep i am my own worst client because i find myself working on my computer until way late yeah. Um, at least I've got flux on my computer. It's like that, like I said, it's coming off of that paleo effects high and then you get all these other people around you that have ideas for you and feedback and then just from talking to people, like you get new ideas and it's just like this, this wave you ride for like, I remember last year, I think I was like a full month of just like, just like, whoa, because new projects and new ideas and I love how you said in the beginning of your girl talk about the best part of paleo effects was like, and that you want all of your friends to succeed. Right. Mm -hmm. And I love that paleo there's, you know, whether you want to call it paleo or the health and fitness industry or, you know, this genre that we, that we dive into, it's like, there's so much room 
and there are so many great ideas and so many different avenues that there's room for everyone to be successful. And I think by supporting each other and helping each other out in any way we can, we just, we all grow from it. And like, there's just so much room for everybody. And I love that, you know, paleo effects it's like everyone just kind of like shares all of their information they have and I don't know it's it's like big warm and fuzzies it is it's it's a great feeling and you know and I want to reach out to all the listeners here right now too whether you have a blog you're just starting one or you're thinking about starting one I and I know Carissa does too wholeheartedly encourage you to chase that Nobody has your voice or your perspective. So if you're stuck in that mindset of thinking, oh, well, you know, it's kind of all already been done. And, you know, what unique things would I have to say? How many chicken finger recipes could you get in the world? You know, like that's don't kind of squash those thoughts because nobody can do it like you. And you never know where it can go. So if that's something that's in your heart and a passion that you have, Please chase that. I, I get emails all the time from folks who, um, you know, they want advice uh, to pick my ear. And as often as I possibly can, I am, I am so excited to answer those emails and to probably give people more than they asked for. Um, but it's just, I, please know that I'm here for you in that regard. Um, and I completely support and encourage you. I'm really excited for the entire thing. I mean, that's that's where when your heart is invested in the movement and you're wanting the world to yes. wake up and realize um, a new a, a new realm of health and wellness founded in this sustainable model. Um, you know, it's please like join the team. You know, it's like we're building an army kind of thing. Like, please, 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 we're recruiting constantly. So, anyways, yes. yeah, it's it's so exciting. But um, okay. I, I think we should probably jump into the topic today. It's something that has been a, a you know, I want to I, I wanna say a burr in my saddle, but it's not that negative. Um, no, I mean, I don't see it as a negative, but I mean, it's, it's, I think it's a topic that we need to talk about. And yeah. I love that we are talking about this on the podcast, and I think a lot of people will relate to this. And it like I get fired up about this too, but yeah, it's it's not like it's negative, but it's like come on, people. <laughs> yeah, it's. I just want to. I just. Um, I just want to shed a little light on some middle ground mm -hmm. and on um, both sides of the equation. Love so it. today we are going to talk about, um, I guess to put it succinctly, the difference between a busy life and a full life, and. What spurred this conversation is busy has really become a buzzword, right? And it evokes different emotions from different people. Um, and some people have a positive response to it and some people have a really negative response to it. But it's hardly a neutral response, right? Um, and we get really wrapped up in it and it becomes, uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a second. But I just... Yeah. I, I think it's something worth discussing, especially if you're somebody who people, uh, birds of a feather, you know, all of us listening to this podcast, you are probably, if I had to guess, without actually conducting a survey, you're probably a little bit type A, you probably have some goals and dreams, 
and you really are, you're an achiever. And as achievers, we band together and, or, or, or we constantly want better and we constantly want to improve ourselves in that path. We, we wind up tripping into this world of feeling or looking busy. Right. Okay. And so that's why I think it's relevant on, um, today's Fed and Fit podcast, but, um, bullet point quickly. Uh, actually, no, Carissa, I'm gonna let you take over here. Um, we can, we'll, we'll start chipping away at this. (laughs) Yeah. Some of these thoughts. I'm just going to run through kind of, because I don't know how much time we're going to have and like, we want to make sure we try to get through anything, but I'm going to run through the bullet points really quick of stuff that we want to cover and then we'll jump into it. And Hey, if we have to, we can do a number two and there are sirens in the background. Sorry, people. (laughs) Um, okay. So things that we want to talk about today is, is there a way to look busy, but not feel busy? Um, is it a bad of, Badge of honor or character trait. Love that one. Um, Why feeling busy is a symptom of something wrong. Mm -hmm. Why looking busy is a symptom of absolutely nothing. Amen. (laughs) And you you have to decide and only you if you're busy or not. And I just want to say one thing before I'm going to let Cassie like dive into the first big meat of this is... And this is a very relevant, probably, and if there are single girls out there, they'll appreciate this. Um, Probably one of the best pieces of dating advice I got is if a guy says that he's busy, it doesn't mean that he has so much going on. It just means that he has other things that are priorities than hanging out with you. And this is true not only in dating relationships, but in business relationships and personal relationships. And we kind of use this word busy and I really don't like it because it's, it's kind of not the truth. Does that make sense? It totally. It's, it's me. become a, it's become <laughs> a scapegoat. Um, it's like, like one of the points that, um, <laughs> I typed out that bullet list when I was feeling a little ranty. Well, um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, back to the, the, the piece on is it a badge of honor or a poor character trait? <clears throat> Folks usually think of it as one or the other. You know, if you follow a lot of business Instagrams or really um, people like that in the, in the, in the business world, they're, they're out there, they're hustling, they're busy, they're working 20 hours a day, seven days a week. And, and, they, and they say that over and over again. And they say, I don't just work hard. I work smart and hard. And that's why I'm, I've achieved so much and why I'm able to accomplish so much. And so I feel like that kind you know, you see those, uh, those campaigns out there, stop the glorification of busy. And I, I feel like it's speaking to that world. It's kind of the, to the unrealistic representation of what people are actually doing. Um, and so those folks wear busy as a badge of honor, whether it's true or not authentic or not. Um, and then what it causes the reaction is to everybody else out there who's trying to be really honest about how much they're quote hustling. They see that as, well, if that's busy, then that doesn't look healthy. Right. Busy is not balanced. Busy is bad. And if you feel busy, then like you said, you know, maybe it's your priorities are out of whack. 
And, and so it's either become something that people are really proud of or something that people are going to smack down. Um, I do believe there is a way to look busy and not feel busy. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and I do believe that feeling busy, if you truly in your heart feel busy, like you're a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit out of control, then it's a symptom that something may be amiss. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a symptom. It's not that is your life. It is a symptom of something else going on in your life. Um, and then if you are looking busy, if everybody else looks at you and they're like, dang girl, you are so busy. How do you have time to talk on the phone with me? You know, it's a symptom of nothing. Like that's just their perception right. of what's going on. I get that a lot. Yeah, I can't, and I my I know some of my friends and family listen to this podcast, so uh, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, of course not. Uh, you know, and I'm kind of putting myself I'm putting myself out there right now, but I, it's because I really feel strongly about this, and I think it'll help people by putting using myself as an example. Um, but, I just wish we could get rid of the word busy because I just I don't like it I don't find it productive I think it's when I think of like I don't know it's like an annoying uh I don't know it just I know irks and me. it's it irks and it's me. just I get that Carissa but that's also just a part of the unfortunate negative connotation that we've put with it I kind of like at the no, same it's time, true. I kind of I kind of want to come to Busy's defense because it's not Busy's fault. <laughs> it's no, not Busy's fault. No, it's not the worst it. fault. It's it's yeah. what we've we've come to like utilize the word as. Totally. Um, exactly. It's exactly. It's be, like I said before. It's kind of become that scapegoat. But right. Um. I I will talk to people and I am a and it's something that I've realized you know in my later more recent years. That because I people used to accuse me, especially in college and high school, when I just you don't know any better. You're kind of looking to the world to tell you what you are. You know, you operate, you you work and you do things and you follow your heart and you chase projects and passions. And then you kind of look to the world to see how they respond to you. And that, you know, when in your late teens and early 20s, that you kind of look to that to be like, well, who am I? And the world says you are X, you are smart, you're smarty pants, you know, you do really, really well in school, or you are a social butterfly. And you kind of wear that whatever cloak people have assigned you. And in high school and college, people assigned me personally with the title, the cloak of a busy person. Like I'm just always busy. I'm always doing things. And I got so confused by that title because I was like, well, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't feel, I don't feel busy. Like I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I sleep well, I'm not stressed out. Things are great. I like I do. And there were times in my life where I dialed back how much I did and how much I produced. And, and I felt terrible when I did it. It didn't feel like me. So, um, what other people say, and if they call you busy, please just know, shout out, it, it has nothing to do with who you are. Um, you are the only person who decides whether you're busy or not. And that's a, that's a feeling of when something is wrong. Uh, but yeah, I get that a lot. This is kind of a little mini rant, but like people will talk to me on the phone and they'll be like, I don't know how you're going to have time to do all the things that you do. And how are you going to plan a wedding? You've got all this stuff going on. Oh my goodness. You're just so busy. 
and you just kind of I'm have to smile. And, dang it! Yeah, you have to smile and shrug it off, <laughs> right? Um, and not let it get to you. Anyways, right, okay, right. let's let's jump into the meat of this. Yeah, um, let's do. So, do you want to start with these? Um, yes. Maybe these. Oh, this would be good. Okay, so if you feel busy, what are three ways that people can deal with that? Yes. So this is talking, I'm, I'm speaking out to the person who's listening to this that's like, uh, I get that busy may or may not be real and it's nobody's business, but uh, I feel busy, girl. Like I feel like things are spinning out of control. I am a slave to my to-do list. Yeah. Okay. So that's who we're talking to right now. And I've been there too. Okay. I identify. So three things that we're going to do to... To, to deal with this. Number one, I want you to take out a pen and a paper. And it's best if you're actually writing and not typing on a computer. And I want you to write down every single thing that fills up your life that you think contributes to making you feel busy. And this is everything. I mean like taking the dog to the groomer, making the bed in the morning, Taking a shower. I mean, shout out to the moms. <laughs> like when when taking a shower and brushing your teeth is this, oh my gosh, it's a to-do <laughs> on the to-do list. And sometimes yeah. it doesn't get done. Um, write down absolutely everything from the big things to the small things, getting ready for the engagement party, for example, or um, going out to brunch with the girlfriends because you have a, a weekly date to do that. Whatever it is, write it all down. Next, number two. I want you to reread the list and cross off ev everything that is necessary. So whether it makes you feel busy or not, if it's necessary, cross it off. Things like that would include washing the dishes. You know, you can't just say, oh, I'm too busy, so I'm going to stop washing the dishes. Because the dishes are piling well, you, up. Well, you could, but that could get a little scary. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it, it's, a, it's a necessary task. So is right. uh, maybe occasionally showering. You know, that's a necessary <laughs> task, things like that. Um, and then I also want you to cross off all the things that you really enjoy. So think about it. Read the things that are left after you've crossed off the things that are necessary. And you're like, you know what? I love taking my dog for a walk. Or I love dropping my kids off for school in the morning. It gives me such a warm, fuzzy feeling. I love being able to watch them walk into the school building. Cross off those things. And then what number three, whatever is left, read back through it. And I want you to critically assess the purpose it has in your life. So ask yourself, is X beneficial in the sense that it maybe it opens up your dream job? Are you paying some dues because it helps create something for you in the future? Then that plays a positive purpose and it can stay on the list. Um, could it be outsourced if whatever is left? You know, if you decided to leave um, uh, laundry, doing the laundry is totally a to-do that is busy work, so to speak. Um, and sometimes, whether you think you can afford it or not, if that is the straw that breaks the busy camel's back, find a way to outsource it. You know, there's, there are ways you can get creative, even if finances are limited. Yeah. Um, can it be outright eliminated? If something on your list that is keeping you feeling busy, if you can just cut it out, all together, then do it. If you've got a party coming up and it has got you feeling so stressed out and so overwhelmed and so busy to prepare for it, 
you know what? I'm giving you permission to cancel it. You can say, you know what? Cassie said, you (laughs) can, you know, so just tell people if people get upset, say, wait, what? Cassie said. Mm -mm. Listen to episode 18 of the Fed and Fit podcast and you'll know why. Right. Exactly. Um, So, and if, and if you are coming back to listen to this because you're mad at your friend for canceling her party, (laughs) give her a break, yo. Um, so yeah, you know, go ahead and eliminate those things. It is okay to do that. Um, and then uh, another option, if something on your list is a relationship that is necessary, but stresses you out, you know, and we all have those, we all have relationships or people in our lives that are necessary, whether it's a relative, a sibling, a parent, a parent in law, whatever it is. Um, if it's a necessary relationship, but it's causing you to feel busy and overwhelmed, Maybe that's, this is an opportunity to call up that person and deal with it. Say, listen, I don't think that you and I have maybe the best relationship or you know, maybe you don't want to call it out directly, but you can, you can talk through it. So outsource wherever possible, house cleaning, laundry, taxes, and then eliminate the things that you can do without um, and then have a heart-to-heart with any person whose relationship weighs heavily on you. Cassie, I just love that, the one at the end with dealing with stuff because – sometimes we know there's a conversation that needs to be had or an issue that needs to be addressed and we just kind of let it sit and fester for a while and I think it makes it even bigger and worse and I think you know it's a good lesson if you have some things like that definitely sit down knock them out because the fear you have about having that hard conversation is actually much worse than actually having that conversation most of the time. We like build stuff up in our heads and we actually make things way worse than they really are, especially us type A's. Like it just happens. So most of the time it's not that bad. And then it's also a good reminder and lesson and it's something that I'm really striving for and that I have to remind myself and, and work for every day is like if something bothers me I need to say it right away nip it in the butt because then it doesn't become this big overwhelming thing and it's like oh I gotta have that conversation so you know I I just love that and I think doing things like that can free you up mentally and I don't know you just you feel more free right so I yeah, think that's you don't a great feel, totally you don't feel busy and that's what I'm talking about Feeling busy is a symptom of something being amiss. And being amiss meaning that maybe there are some things in your life that are unnecessary. The things that we feel busy about are the things that are in our hearts. We know they're wrong, right? So yeah. we we can't get behind them. My life, for example, is so the, – the things that I work on that keep me, quote, busy make me feel so full. And I am so thrilled to work on them, right? My relationship with Austin is so fulfilling. The Fed and Fit project is so fulfilling. My secret project that I've got coming up sometime (laughs) that I'll announce in the next six months is so fulfilling. And it's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. I am working my tail off, right? but none of it feels like work. Taking Gus for a walk, even though he needs it because he's a great Pyrenees and they're roamers, 
he needs it. Of course, it's something to do. It's on the to-do list and it's necessary, but it doesn't feel like work because I get to be with him and I get to go for a walk and, you know, hang out under the trees and dodge spiders. (laughs) The point is to like take your, the precious time that you have and make sure that you're not getting lost in quote unquote the busy work and make sure the stuff that you're doing is stuff that's enriching your life and stuff that leads you to achieve your goals and your dreams because it's super easy to get caught up in the busy work and you wake up six months later and you realize you haven't moved one inch towards the things in your life that you really want and it's hard and then you feel bad and then you feel guilty and you go through this cycle and and then maybe you know you reach out and you're not eating well and you're not exercising and it all can affect you um, and then it becomes this big cycle right so I think it's it's such a brilliant topic that we're talking about today I'm so glad that we're talking about it because it's yeah yeah we we all we all can get lost in that that busy work cycle been there been there done that do not think that again we say this all the time but please don't think we're being preachy high horsey oh no it's because (laughs) we need to hear it for ourselves too so that's why we talk about it (laughs) Totally. The things, it's like watching a movie that you love. You love it because you relate to it. I love this topic because I relate to it. So um, when busy is something that is possibly something worth working on is um, when you feel busy. So just remember that. And I challenge you to tackle those things in your life that make you feel busy and either give them the boot or redefine their purpose. You can do it. Okay. For sure. You ready for the next piece? I am. I'm ready for the next piece. Okay. So if people in your life are accusing you of being busy, what are three ways you can deal with that or deal yes. with them? You know, how, how do we deal with them? Can you yeah. deal with that? You know, let's say you're out there and um, you, your life feels so full, right? People are saying you're busy, but you're like, gosh, I don't, like, I don't, there's nothing wrong. Like, there's nothing, let's say you went through that exercise. You wrote all the stuff down and you're like, there's nothing I'm going to cross off. My friendships are important to me. I'm going to spend time to work on that. My business is important to me and it feels amazing. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is. So let's say you don't, you realize that you're not busy. Your life is just really full. So how to deal with busy haters. (laughs) So number one, maybe you can help them see the light. You can, a really good phrase to get good at is, quote, my life is so full and I'm loving every minute of it. So um, just get get used to saying that. This is going to be a really quick topic, but like get used to just saying that over and over again. My life yeah. is so full and I'm loving it. Because if you put out positivity, then people are going to, it'll help open their eyes to, wow, she's doing a lot or he's doing a lot, but she doesn't complain. Right. She never complains about it. Okay. So number two, and this is in the same thread, but try to avoid saying things like, I'm so busy. Yeah. You know, you feed, if you, if you feed that machine because you feel like it's something that people can relate to, um, or you're like saying I'm so busy is almost like making an excuse for how much you have filled up your life. And I don't accept that excuse anymore. So stop saying it. I'm not saying that we need to delete the word busy. It's not busy's fault. Like I said before. Poor busy. Poor busy. Um, You know when you say a word so many times, like stops having any meaning, I feel like that's becoming the word busy. Right. Um, But like 
stop, you know, just stop, stop portraying your life as negative. And when you say I'm so busy, it almost becomes a, it comes across as a complaint, uh, and, and, and a negative portrayal of what you got going on and what you got going on is great. So do not make excuses for it. You can say my life is so full. So great. Okay. And then number three, if you don't feel like shedding the light and saying my life is so full and you don't feel like stop saying I'm so busy, then number three is just shrug it off and ignore them and remind yourself that you know what is right for you. And their accusation, especially if it's coming from a negative place, is I hate to say this, but I'm going to take true. like, I'm going to take a mom route it's here true. for a second because it's things my mom always said to me. She says, but when they say something negative like that, it is more of a reflection on them than it is on you. Amen, sister. You know, and it's kind of like, you know, if people pick on you in school, it's a reflection on them, not you. It's the things my moms used to say. But so maybe I'm going to just throw this out there. And this is something that kind of helped me understand that it's okay to chase all the things that I want to chase mm-hmm. when people don't have a problem with it. And maybe they're feeling a little insecure about how maybe they want to be doing more. And so to make themselves feel better, they attack others who have filled their lives with all these wonderful productive activities. So how I handle those situations is I love on those people. Like I just kind of like to love it out of them. Um, And I show them the difference between being busy and full and help them figure out how they too can have this feeling of fullness, you know? And so maybe you send them to episode 18 of the Fit and Fit podcast. You're like, hey, girlfriend, uh, I know like you like to hate on busy people. Um, you should totally listen to this podcast. I think you'd really like it. And maybe if they go through the exercise themselves of uh, am I busy or not, mm-hmm. like we talked about a little bit ago, maybe it'll be really beneficial to them. Or in the least, it'll help be a really subtle uh, expression of please stop hating on me because I'm doing really great things and I just need your support and you to tell me that things are awesome. Right. So, okay. So I know we're running a little bit over, but to summarize, here is what I want for you. And this is, I am officially getting, digging that burr out of my saddle with this whole podcast, but Get it out. Every, Get it every out. single one of you, whether you feel busy or whether you don't feel busy and you're tired of being accused of it, no matter where you're coming from, the, what I want for you is to be a person who feels in control, okay? Not helplessly shackled to the tasks that you don't enjoy. I want you to critically assess what keeps you busy. I want you to trim the fat, outsource, redefine your way into a full life that has you so blissfully happy that you don't know what to do with yourself. You're like, oh my gosh, things are so great. I can, someone pinch me. That is a possible way of living. Some of you are like, oh, whatever. She's like, I had too much coffee. This is really a way that, to live. It's really out there. And everything, I want you to get to a point where everything in your life serves a meaningful purpose or just brings you good old-fashioned joy. Driving the car with the windows down and blaring some Katy Perry, <laughs> which is may or may not be something that I do on occasion. Um, that doesn't necessarily have meaningful purpose, but it brings me just pure fun, you know? So like fill your life with the things that are purposeful or the things that are fun. And that is how you get to the point where it feels really full and not really busy. So there we go. End rant Mm. scene cut. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. Now I know we are running over. We're already at 40 minutes, but I feel like we haven't given people a fed and fit segment in a while. 
Let's do it. So I think we should do it. And if you guys got to run and, and do your thing this morning, that's fine. You can come back and listen. Or if you can hang out with us a little longer, we'll run through this. So Cassie, what's on the Fed segment today? Yeah. I, honestly, like I want to do this because I want to hear this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm okay. excited about this one. So I got tricks, girl. I got tricks in my back pocket. I love your tricks. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so for today's Fed segment, I really there's a lot of tricks to the trade of maintaining a healthy lifestyle, right? There's a lot of things that people do. I've been doing this for five years now, and I've been healthy and happy, and I've sustained this way of living. And some of the ways I've done that, we like to highlight here. One of them is I utilize my freezer big time. And I, I need to hear this from, you know, a no cook perspective. I like the idea of freezing and not heating. So I'm totally. excited. So today <laughs> I want to focus in a freezer is a really useful tool in a lot of ways. Of course, you can meal prep and you can make big things and you can keep them frozen. You can buy in bulk and in advance um, and in season and freeze stuff like that. But I kind of want to dial it back and look on a slightly subset of that. I want to talk about freezer treats. Okay. Freezer treats are... All of these sweet goodies and num nums that because num nums is a real world in my word in my life. Um, <laughs> it, no, the, it is. It's totally, totally. Totally. Is. I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna have a chapter in a book one day called the num nums. Um, <laughs> uh, those are. It's, this is a big part of my lifestyle. So I'm gonna talk about four treats that I keep in the freezer, and the reason why I like that is because when you're wanting a treat or a dessert. Um, after a Sunday dinner or whatever it is, you don't have to whip out all of the bakeware and fire up the oven because that kind of can be a consuming process. So here's a really easy way to like nip that sweet tooth in the bud um, and go on with your happy self. So number one, uh, chocolate chili pecan clusters are one of my absolute favorites. And I just it's a, an old fed and fit recipe that I posted like three years ago, but I reshot it so it had better pictures nice. and you can find that on the blog homepage. Um, that's something that I'll just, you just make them, you stick them, you make it, let them harden in the refrigerator or the freezer. And then you just throw them in a big Ziploc bag and you keep them in the freezer and you pop them out one at a time when you want one. Um, another one, cookies or brownies that are individually wrapped and frozen. This is one of my favorite tricks. I love the, if you, you guys, if you write a cookbook, when you send me a copy, there are two things guaranteed that I will make from your cookbook. I will make the pizza, if you have a pizza recipe, mm -hmm. and I will make the brownie recipe. So um, I, ha I, I love making all of my friends' recipes and the brownies, especially I'll make a huge batch, but you can't, like nobody can eat that many brownies and I don't always want to share with everybody at the right. office that I have an office at. So what I'll do is I'll eat whatever ones I want fresh. And then I will whip out the, the wax paper or whatever you feel good about wrapping something in, saran wrap, I'm not going to hate on you, um, wrap up each of those puppies individually and then throw them in a Ziploc bag and freeze them. And then when you want a, let's say, a hot brownie, you pull out one of those, you let it defrost on the counter, you pop it in the microwave, don't hate on me for using the microwave, um, and, and then you're, you've got a fresh baked good. Another one, so chocolate... Kathy, Go I'm going to call you out. What? What brownie recipe is your favorite? The one I've got in my freezer right now is from Brittany Angels. Because you guys, I'm like totally not kidding. These are things that I use every yeah. like all the time. Um, 
Brittany Angel's Every Last Crumb, uh, her PMS brownies, like I die over <laughs> those brownies. I have a Rachel Zoe moment over those brownies. Um, and I sprinkled some pecans over them. I made these guys, I made these brownies over two months ago and I'm still enjoying them. So they last a long time. Um, another freezer treat, chocolate bark with nuts and fruits. Uh, and I like to add a little sea salt on top because I like that balanced yep. flavor. But what I mean by that, melt some chocolate, pour it on some um, parchment paper and drizzle some nuts or dried fruit um, and uh, maybe some sea salt on top of it. Let it harden in the refrigerator or the freezer and then break it up into shards and then throw that in a bag. And then you've got these little yummy, nummy things you can munch on. Yep. Um, and then lastly, freight up, freight up, straight up. <laughs> frozen berries when they're in season. Austin is not like a huge cook, but he loves a deal. <laughs> My fiance, Austin loves a good deal. And he came home one day and he was like, Cassie, do you like blueberries? I said, I, I do. I love blueberries. Why? He says, well, good. Cause I just bought 50 pounds of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so he found a deal in season local blueberries last year and they wrapped them up into one pound bags. They're washed and they're just so delicious, but nice. we will, we'll pop those out and enjoy them every once in a while. Um, it's just a nice little frozen snack after or, uh, as a dessert. So anyways, nice. okay. Chili pecan clusters, frozen brownies, chocolate bark, and then frozen berries. Those are my freezer treats. Love them. Now, normally I don't jump in on the Fed, but I do have a little something I will add. Let's um, hear So take a banana, unpeel it, wrap it in tin foil, and freeze it. Then That's you take it out, and you <laughs> eat it like a popsicle, and it is delicious. Simple, yeah. easy, and it's also great for kids. Um, but that's something I do, and I love it. I awesome. Love it. Yeah, that's my little no-cook trick there. Um, okay, let's bust out the fit segment, and then we'll let everyone get on with their Mondays. Um, so today I'm going to share with you my favorite butt and thigh workout that requires no equipment, but you could add weights to it if you wanted to, to up the ante, but you don't need it. So, um, and I challenge you guys to do this one three times this week if you can. Um, and again, all you need is either a, a set of stairs or you can do like step ups if you want. Um, so sumo squats. So sumo squats are also known as like plie squats. So you get into a really wide stance and you angle your feet out and then you go just about parallel. And then as you're coming up from the squat, you really want to squeeze your butt and your thighs all the way up, almost if you were like holding a quarter in between your cheeks. <laughs> and those, I love how they get into my inner thighs. It's my favorite. The second one is the round the world lunges, which we've talked about on a prior podcast. So that's where you lunge to the front and then you lunge to the side. So a side lunge and then you lunge to the back and then you do the same thing on the other side. So those really get every part of the thigh and butt, which I love. Um, and then the last part to this little workout is a set of stairs or step ups. So here's the workout. It's really um, simple. So it's five rounds and you're gonna do 16 repetitions. So you're gonna do 16 sumo squats. Then you're gonna do the round the world lunges. So you're just gonna do eight on each side for 16 total. 
and then you're going to go up and find a set of stairs somewhere and you're going to go up and down the set of stairs two times each round. Or if you're going to do step ups, just um, double the amount of um, step ups you're going to do. Um, so you can do that. Um, and then you're going to do that, like I said, for five rounds. Trust me, you will feel this really nicely in your button thighs and it's pretty quick to get through. So I love this one. It's a fun one. Sweet. I'm going to do it today. Yay. Me too. Well, I'm going to do a lot of stairs today because I'm moving into my new place. I'll be doing a lot of up and down with boxes. So that'll be my workout for today. But yeah. That's yeah. totally a workout. <laughs> Don't you even worry. Yeah. Um, I'm currently not in my yoga class that goes on right now. So I'm excited about this workout. I'll definitely yeah. do it. And if you awesome. want to add weights, you can like hold some dumbbells for all of them, or you can do like a kettlebell, or if you don't have weights, you could use like jugs of water, that works too, and then just hold those while you're doing like your lunges um, and your sumo squats, and you can either do one in each hand, or you can just um, put your hands together and just hold one weight or one jug of water, um, so it works really well, so. Awesome. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Good. Good one, Carissa. Woo, we made it. Well, we're under an hour, so that's oh. good. We went a little long today, but we hope you guys really um, enjoyed it um, and, you know, productive. Yeah, I think it was a great show. So uh, give us some feedback. Like we say this a lot, but we really, really love to have your feedback. And we're going to keep doing more shows of what you say you like. Uh, so uh, let us know what it is that you like. Um, and I think that's about it. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back again next Monday.